0: My name is Myrtle and welcome to the Confidence Fight of the world. Each week I'll be discussing what it means to have confidence and how you can grow. I'm so pleased to welcome Ella as my special guest this week. Ella, please can you tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Thank you for having me. My name is Ella, I'm 20. I am at University of Leeds and I study the history and philosophy of science and politics. I have two younger brothers and a little dog called Dottie. What advice would you give to your teenage self? I would definitely say to not worry what others think of you so much and to sort of not be in your own head or think other people are looking at you in a way that, you know, people just aren't looking at you at all. Especially sort of to love yourself more and to give yourself more of a break and not to be so hard on what you look like or what you think you should look like. And I always remember this one moment when I must have been maybe 14 or 13 and I was on holiday with my family and I remember sort of having this top on and just thinking that I looked awful in it and I looked huge and I looked ridiculous and I didn't want to wear it and I wanted to throw the top away and it was horrible because I looked so big and I remember looking back on it like a couple of years later and just completely can't believe that I would think that about myself at all sort of you know to be so young and to think like that about your body is really sad. And, you know, no one should have to feel that way at all, especially when everyone you do just look like a sort of a young kid growing up. So I would definitely say to love myself more and to be more confident in who I am and what I wear and just do what I want to do without fear of what other people would view me as.
0: Do you think you've become more confident over the years?
1: I'd say it sort of has gone in waves. I think when I was younger, I was definitely more confident because I didn't really think about what other people thought and then as I sort of got into my like mid to late teenage years I sort of started to realize and I'd got I'd got like social media and things like that and that's when I sort of started thinking more oh I don't look like these girls and I don't really I think that's when I sort of got less confident and then since going to uni I've definitely got my confidence back I'd say and I feel much more confident in my own abilities and what I can do.
0: How has social media affected your confidence? I'd say it's massively
1: affected my confidence at the start. I think now I can appreciate it for actually being quite a useful tool and getting news out there and sort of seeing much more interesting articles and using it for as a benefit. Whereas when I think I first got it, I was very caught up in the way that, you know, girls would sort of, or celebrities would post these pictures and they would look incredible when I sort of thought, why can't I look like that and they look amazing and I have no clue that they were completely edited and they were photoshopped or that, you know, these celebrities would have chefs and dietitians and all this sort of thing, which is just unattainable. And it's not fair on yourself to compare yourself to people who just their whole life is to either look good or for Instagram and things like that. And it's also a lot of the time not real. It's not possible for people to have the bodies that you see. So I think Once I started to realise that, I started appreciating social media much more for the benefits and the positive side of it. And I sort of, you know, got away from caring about likes and caring about how many followers I had and things like that. And I actually really enjoy social media now for being made aware of, especially a lot of like things going on around the world that isn't covered in mainstream media, which I think can actually be really interesting.
0: You have a disabled brother, can you please tell us a bit about that?
1: Yes, his name is James, he's one school year younger than me, so he's a year and a half younger than me, and he's got a disease called Dravet syndrome, which is sort of, kind of a bit of everything. He's got sort of epilepsy, learning disabilities, hypermobility issues and things like that. And it's definitely shaped who I am as a person, and it's had a huge, huge impact on my life. In a really positive way, I'd say, to be honest it's definitely made me a much more kind person and a much more accepting and positive person because I think I sort of appreciate the good things and the small things in life. I think when I was younger, I would sort of be much more angry and sort of like, oh, you know, no one else has got to deal with this and no one else has any problems and it's not fair and things like that. But I think now, not only have I realised that everyone has their own problems going on in their lives, but also that, I am lucky that I have a brother, you know, regardless of any extra things that he comes with. And I think it also definitely makes me more accepting of people regardless of, you know, their gender, their age, their sexuality, their race, their like ableness, like all of that sort of thing where I think I sort of appreciate the person for who they are as opposed to any sort of physical things that make might make them different from me. So I really try and be c- kind and caring to everyone i really come across it was definitely confusing when i was younger as to why how to sort of navigate it being so young but feeling like you had to be so you had to look after someone else i think that's why i've always sort of made sure that i'm you know i sort of don't i go with the status quo almost and i don't make sure that there's no extra i don't cause any extra hassle and i'm not sort of bringing in any more hassle to my parents life especially than sort of needs to be as their attention is you know rightly so needs to be more focused I feel on James as opposed to on me or my other younger brother Hugo so I think that's sort of why I've made sure that you know I studied hard and I've got into a good university so that they wouldn't have to worry about me along on top of everything else.
0: Do you think that's had any impact on you?
1: I think it's made me much less, care a lot less about what people think of me. I should just live life and do what I want to do, not only for me, but also for him who doesn't get the opportunity to do it. I might think, oh, I don't know if I want to do that, or oh, I don't know. Then I sort of think, no, you've got to just do it, because other people don't have the opportunity to do things like that.
0: When do you feel most nervous?
1: I get really nervous if I have to do sort of public speaking, or things where I'm kind of all the attention is on me in a big group of people. Because so I think sort of individually in small groups, I'm you know I'm quite confident and quite extroverted. But as soon as I feel like there's more than one person looking at me, I get really really flustered. I'd sort of call it stage fright. And I always remember this one time when I was in primary school, so maybe maybe seven or something like that. And we had a school play, and I think I played mouse number five or something like that. And I suddenly got way too nervous to go on the stage and I just couldn't do it and I couldn't go on the stage at all. And so my teacher had to go on the stage for me. And I just remember being stood in the wings of the stage and her going out and sort of saying, oh, Little Mouse is a bit too scared to come on now, so I'm going to have to read her lines for her. And even since then, I just get really, really nervous when I sort of talk in front of a big group of people and I stumble over my words and I get all hot. I say that's definitely one of the things where I feel really, really not confident in myself.
0: When you feel nervous, what do you say to yourself?
1: I tell myself to breathe and to calm down and to not speak so fast. You have to kind of talk to yourself as if you weren't yourself, if that makes sense. You kind of have to give yourself a little pep talk as if it was someone else giving it to you. And I always think as well that if someone else is doing a presentation and they mess up, I would never look at them and think, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. That's like, that's so awkward for them. Oh my God, that'd be so embarrassing so then i don't I shouldn't presume that people would think that about me as well. you know you do just have to put yourself out there and I sort of think i think I guess I'm scared that I'm that people might take me messing up on this occasion as that that's sort of me in all fields of life, whereas I would never think that about someone else. I would never think, oh they messed up in this in this speech, so that obviously means that they're really bad at everything so I shouldn't let myself think that that's what other people think about me because I don't think that about other people really
0: thank you for talking to me today it's been really fun thank you for having me thank you so much for listening if you've enjoyed this episode I really appreciate a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe see you next time